Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Twas the night before baseball, as we look at this team. Did the Yanks do enough? Will they have enough steam? The goal is October, as it is every year. But will this Yankees team be something to fear? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Yankee Stadium. They win the final game, 5-2, to two, to remain the baseball champions of the world. The Yankees, with this 9-0 crusher, have won their 17th World Series. The Yankees again are world champions. The Yankees win their 21st World Series. The Yankees are champions of baseball. Ball game over. World Series over. Yankees win. The Yankees win. The Yankees are back on top. World champions for the 27th time. My name is Chris Nessie, and I am joined as always by my Chase for 28 Yankee compadre, A.J. Bianco. It's almost here. It's about time. It feels like forever since uh, we could talk about baseball. So it I'm, has I'm been. I guess, I guess we were intentional about not talking about baseball when there was really nothing to talk about. Right. We had to because what was the news? We're just sitting there waiting for... Uh, for them to, to, to sign the deal. They finally signed the deal and you and I are like, okay, let's start making some moves and figure out what, what's going on. So they made some moves. The uh, preseason is complete and we got baseball on Friday. Yes. We're recording this on Wednesday, April 6th. And just to let you know, we are trying a different day this year. Last year in season one of the show, we recorded on Fridays and re- we released it to you on Saturdays. We're going to start the 2022 season, recording it on Wednesdays, releasing it on Thursdays. But we are very excited to be back behind the microphones talking Yankee baseball with you each and every week. So let's start off, AJ. Let's make sure we do things right off the bat here. You want to get trivia out of the way? Let's do, let's do a little trivia. So I came up with our first question. I don't know if you, I don't think you looked ahead. So we'll see. I saw the question. You saw the question. So our question, which is themed around opening day, who was the last Yankee? to hit a grand slam on opening day. Un salami. Thank you, Ricky. I'm, I'm going to love that forever. <laughs> I need to get more clips of Ricky Ricardo saying other Definitely. things about this team. Definitely. <laughs> so that's our question. And uh, I will come back a little bit later in the episode and we'll see if AJ knows the answer and let us know if you knew the answer. So here we go. Here we go. Let's do it. AJ, we're rolling into this new season. It has been 12. 12 years since the Yankees have appeared in a World Series. And it is not the longest World Series drought in franchise history. You actually got to go back to the uh, to the Highlanders. Oh, okay. You got to go all the way back to 1903. And they did not make their first World Series, I think, until 1919, 1920, somewhere. So it was like 18 years. So not the franchise's longest. Obviously, we had the drought of the 60s and the 80s, but uh, this is like the third or fourth longest drought 
in team history. I mean, they've been competitive though for 11 of those 12 years. Right. But, like, but you know, it's been a different kind of competitive. It's right. been a, we're making the playoffs, make it, make the playoffs. This team hasn't been built to win the world series since 2009, really. And you can't yeah. look, I don't think you can look back at 2017 and say that team was built to win the world series. And I think if you look at the other teams that have won the world series since the Yankees last one, I don't think any team was actually built for the world series. I think every team was built that one, every team was built strong and got stronger at the trade deadline. And I think that's what Cashman, his goal is, is to find the talent that he needs. Like build a team now. You got a good core. You build a team. You compete. You stay to the top of the division. And then you make the trades you need to make in order to become stronger. Because baseball, we know this, streaky sport, it's very easy to fall off. So you get rid of the guys that are falling off. And boy, did they get rid of guys. Mm-hmm, sure did. <laughs> sure did. <laughs> uh, so, so we failed you in terms of coming at you with uh, – emergency podcasts and uh, interesting episodes along the off season here, but that's okay. So to be fair, the off season was like three weeks. That's true. That's true. (laughs) We were waiting. We were hoping. So, but again, baseball is back. So we're suckers for that. Mm -hmm. Um, So AJ, just to quickly recap 2021, first and foremost, we did not win the world series. If we did, we wouldn't be doing this episode because we'd be done with the show. True. Probably. (laughs) Probably. I don't know. Maybe we, we, who knows? We'll uh, so the 2021 Yankees finished 92 and 70. They finished third in the AL East, and that was good enough to lose to the Red Sox in the wild card game. Ugh. That's all we're going to say about 2021. Yeah, let's leave that there. Moving on to this year, AJ 2022, the over under for Yankee wins this season is at 92 and a half, according to the Vegas odds makers. AJ, hmm. let's start right there. Is this a less than 92 and a half win team? Or more than 92 and a half win team? It's a great number, I think. It's a great number. Um, I'm going to go 94, so I'm going to take the over. Am I also allowed to take the over? Sure. It's your show. You do what you want. All right. I'm going to also take the over, and I'm going to say right here on April 6th that this team wins 97 games. Wow, you went really high. 97. Okay. You heard it here first. There you go. Look, Yankees last year should have won 97. They had a tough, tough season against Tampa. Um, Baltimore and Toronto. Um, so, <laughs> so against, against the division, they struggled. I don't think that's going to be the case this year. Fingers crossed that I say that. Um, but you know, I, I think I am going 94. Okay. We'll, we'll have to remember to check in October. Yeah. Who was right. <laughs> I'll put it in the show notes. Um, so as we alluded to just a, a few minutes ago, this team, a lot of turnover. So we'd like to say goodbye and thank you officially to the following former Yankees. Uh, thank you, Corey Kluber, Brett Gardner, who, according to Twitter, I mean, opening day isn't until Friday now, so he still could get signed before 105 on Friday. Got it. I don't want him signed. Stop Goodbye. Now. Thank you, Stop Brett. See ya. See you. I, I've said for the longest time, AJ, and I said this even last year too, you know, they didn't sign Hideki Matsui off of a World Series MVP Correct. win. Yep. They let him go. So mm-hmm. thank you, Brett who was never a World Series MVP. No. Darren O'Day, see ya. See ya. Joely Rodriguez, recently traded. We'll talk see about ya. that. Luke Voigt, see ya. Clint Frazier, see ya. Adam Warren, see ya. Albert Abreu, see ya. Rugi Odor, see ya. Tyler Wade, oh, he was so clutch for me in MLB, RBI baseball the last two years. 
mother effer had like 30, 40 home runs for me. <laughs> and I was not playing on easy. I was going to say. Gio Urshela, see ya. And AJ, why don't you take the last one? Adios, Gary Sanchez. Peace. Deuces. <laughs> Enjoy Minnesota in the cold weather. He's very, very cold here. <laughs> I think he's still striking out 36 times during the spring, by the way. I, I don't care. He's not on my team. I'm still going to keep an eye on him. We're, we're going to have to do like a Gary Sanchez watch. Now, to be fair, I did pick him up in one of my fantasy leagues, not Why? to be my starting catcher, just like as a backup in case he happens to relax and do well, I'll take advantage of him for fantasy. Yeah. I was thinking about picking up Higgy. <laughs> well, the dude is hitting bombs. We're going to talk about Kyle Higashioka, <laughs> the home run stroker. Uh, we'd like to say welcome to some new Yankees. We want to welcome to the Bronx. Number 97, good old number 97, New Jersey native Tom's River boy, Ron Marinacchio. Is that how you say it? Eh, something Italian. Something Italian. He's a right-handed pitcher. E, Marinacchio. Marinacchio. Uh, number 39, Jose Trevino. He's a- can we, can we pause for this one? I'm sorry. Go ahead. What's up? I Why? Uh, because why? the muscles that are Ben Rortvert are on the IL. I, I guess, but like- they needed a backup uh, catcher. I guess so. I thought they had a backup to the backup to the backup. Yeah. I thought Brantley was the backup to the backup. I thought, you were, I thought Brantley retired. No. He's still playing. Somebody retired. A lot of people retired. Okay. You know who hadn't retired, though? Brett Gardner. Brett Gardner. Is <laughs> Shh. Don't say that. Um, so uh, speaking of Ben Rorford, he'll wear number 38 for the team. Uh, he is a left-handed hitting catcher because you can't throw left-handed and be a catcher from what I'm told. No, you can't. I don't know can't. why. I don't know why. I still can't figure that out. I know you can't be – although I have put left-handed kids at third base before. <laughs> that's, that's just awkward. You can't do that. <laughs> hey, yeah, you, you can't. can catch a ground ball. You'll figure out mm. a way. Mm. I've done it. I've done mm. it. I don't care. I've done it. Um, uh, number 28, from the Twinkies, Josh Donaldson. Can I Can I just say I, – I, I know we didn't talk about it because we didn't really talk about it. I like that move. I like Donaldson. Really? I don't like the fact that we lost Geo, but I, I like Donaldson. If he stays healthy, again, right. a, a lot of what we can say in this episode talking about Always. this season is Always. if. There's five guys we can say if, if they're healthy, if they produce to the back of their baseball card, we're going to win 120 games. Yeah. But you know, if a frog had a glass bottom, it would only jump once. Okay. I had to think about that for a second. <laughs> I like there that. Uh, so we got Josh Donaldson, former MVP, former uh, Oakland Athletic, right? He's all over the place. Former Oakland, Blue Jay. Blue Jays, brave. Brave. All right, so uh, he's going to be manning the hot corner for the And Yankees. I'm okay with it. I'm saying it now. I like okay. it. All right. Uh, number 12, Isaiah Kiner Falafel. Uh, sorry, Kiner Falefa. Falefa. Mr. IKF himself. I'll be designing some trade. t-shirts around that, no doubt. Yeah, you definitely have to. I have to. <laughs> that was one that, that was, we thought about that last year. I really think we talked about this. Like, I, I didn't expect the route it was going to go from Texas to the Twins to the Yankees. But right. this was a guy that was on our, our radar, at least. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm happy. All He's right. going to be a machine. So uh, he is a right-hand hitting shortstop, and he will play shortstop for the Yankees this year. That's what he does. Yeah. Uh, number 92, J.P. Sears made the ball club here to start the year. He's a left-handed reliever. We have uh, infielder, utility guy, number 14, Marwin Gonzalez, also hit a couple of bombs this spring. Don't understand that move. Well, in these first few weeks, there's going to be a lot we don't understand. Because you got a utility guy in him. You got a utility guy in DJ, what what are we doing? I don't know. They're smarter than we are, I guess, right? I, I guess so. We'll see. And uh, we have uh, 
we just said that uh, Joely Rodriguez was traded. He was traded to the Mets. And in return, we've got the brand new number 30, Miguel Castro, a hard-throwing right-handed reliever. Hard is a good word. Hard is a good word in many aspects of life. Uh, as we come out of spring training, I want to give a big shout out to uh, Clark Schmidt, who is, what's he about? He's a 80-year-old rookie? No. Sounds like it, right? He's <laughs> saying his name every year. I think year. he's only 26. Yeah. Uh, but for the second time in three seasons, Clark Schmidt comes out of spring training, winning the spring rookie award. Schmidt, who is 26, went one and one with a 3.86 ERA in three appearances. Two of them were starts. This spring, he led all Yankee pitchers with 11 strikeouts over nine and a third innings pitched. And Schmidt is a former first round pick. He was 16th overall in the uh, 2017 draft by the Yankees. Now, as I was looking to see, you know, who's hot, who's not coming out of spring training, which again is worth the piece of paper I could print it on. You know, I looked at the Yankee pitching AJ and it didn't look like the pitchers logged a lot of innings in the last few weeks. Starting pitching or bullpen? All pitchers. I I looked at the spring training stats and looked at any, I mean, him throwing nine and a third innings. I think that almost led the team in spring training innings. Interesting. I, I believe mean, if I, I, when, I believe Garrett Cole only pitched five and change. Well, this I was going to say, when you think about it, right, they had a shortened spring training. They started, what, March 7th? Yeah. Something like that. So yeah. they had a month. Pitchers pitch every five days, and you only go two innings anyway. Yeah. And, and you don't want to pitch him this week because his game is Friday. Right. So it makes sense. And for Clark Schmidt, they got to get him moving because the guy didn't pitch at all last year. That's true. So I, I guess that's why you'd get him some innings. That makes sense. Yeah. All right. Well, Speaking of who's hot and who's not, we, we I want to get a lot of this other stuff out of the way, and then we can actually kind of talk mm-hmm. about the season. Let's go. Uh, coming out of spring training, the aforementioned Kyle Higashioka, the home run stroker, he comes out of spring training. Uh, this spring, he batted 423. He was 11 for 26 with 11 RBIs, led the team in home runs with seven, two walks, mm-hmm. only six strikeouts. Mm-hmm. So Higgy's on fire. It's fine. But that's besides the home runs, we knew he could hit. We didn't, we knew he could hit the ball for contact. This is the first time he's actually hitting for power. So I, I think it's wonderful that we can actually see him uh, put up numbers like this. Eleven RBI is great, you know, especially if he's going to be the bottom of the order guy. So you have you have him and and, and I, IKF doing bottom of the order things. So that's going to be a lot of opportunities there. And um, you know what? The the thing that's going to be nice is he might know in his heart of hearts, I'm not in the lineup for my offense. He knows right? that he's good with the pitching staff. He's a good defensive catcher. He did you see some of his plays the other day in the I sure did. penultimate or final spring training game? I sure did. He's throwing out guys left and right. He's got a cannon for an Losing guy. Picked the guy off at third base. Yeah. That's the kind of stuff I like to see, AJ. Right, right. And and that's that's what he's there for. Look, you you're not gonna have all nine guys in your lineup put up incredible numbers. Like a couple of years ago when the Yankees had all their guys with ten home runs, you know, throughout the entire uh the bench, up and down the bench. You might have that again this year. You might. Right. But that added but, up to how many World Series trophies? Exactly. Zero. This is the defensive catcher that's going to help the pitchers grow. We have a young staff, right? You have a young staff. This is now a guy who's going to really help shape everything around him. You know, Cole loves him. You're going to have the younger guys who, who like working with him. He was a AAA catcher, so he has that relationship. This makes a lot of sense. There's a lot of trust already there. I agree. Also, uh, who I denoted uh, as hot coming out of spring training, Aaron Judge had a nice spring. Sure did. Batted 406, 13 for 32, seven RBIs, four home runs, three walks, seven strikeouts. So, you know, 
the thing I like not most on the ball. That's that was just gonna say. The thing I like most there is a thirteen hits. Four yes. home runs is fine because I watched a lot of the highlights for him because obviously my, my son loves Aaron Judge. So I tried to like anytime there was a bat, he was hitting the ball like it was a laser. Yeah. Him and Stanton were just bashing the ball. And again, is it because they're in Florida and it's hot and the ball is coming off their bat hard? Maybe. But he was hitting the ball hard. Line drives off the wall in the gap. It was good to see the way they're hitting the ball. Yes. And, you know, for, I mean, if we look back at our time as Yankee fans, you know, they kind of typically get off to slow starts because of the weather, right? you know, travel. And, right. you know, they always just seem like they don't get going until like May. So that's, that's, that's the way it is, though. They're getting used to pitching. They haven't seen, like we just talked about, they haven't seen real pitching. If they're seeing a pitcher for an inning and they get a new pitcher, you know, that, that, that plays tricks. Yeah. And you can only do so much on a tee. That, that is true. You can so it hard only helps tea. so much. Right. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm a big fan of, though? I got uh, for my boys the uh, the ball on the rope the, the that go like on your basketball pole and you can just like whack it and it winds around the pole and it comes love back at you. Yeah, we love have that. that. Too. Love that. And the sound. I just love the sound. Ping. Yep. <laughs> yep. Do you also take some strokes too? I sure do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sure. Like, hold on. Sit back. This is how it's supposed to be done. Hear that? <laughs> Stop hitting the rope. Exactly. If you don't hear that, you're not hitting it right. That's right. No, that's <laughs> off the end of the bed. Do it again. <laughs> Keep swinging. <laughs> Step. Yes. Sometimes when I'm coaching, just to throw this out there, I feel like I'm the Gordon Bombay of Little League. Yeah, no, you're not. I just feel yeah. like I come up with unique ways to instill skills in the youth. Yeah. Well, do you have a limo that drives on the field? I do not have a limo no. that drives on the field. But yeah, I wanted to get go. my son to start to throw the ball farther. So I gave him a tennis ball. And he stood in the front of the garage and I stood behind my house and I, we could see each other through the garage. And I said, throw the ball over the garage. Nice. So you got to throw it up and over. Nice. So you're, you're going for Tommy John before 13. I didn't say throw it hard. I just said <laughs> he, he needs to start to get it up <laughs> anyway. So I do fun stuff like that. <laughs> uh, let's take a look at this uh, season opening series, the upcoming schedule. So we're hitting the rivalry right out of the gate, AJ. Yeah. We are going up against the Red Sox. Obviously, opening day was originally scheduled for today as you're listening to this on April 7th, but uh, opening day will be tomorrow, April 8th. The opening series continues through the weekend, April 9th and 10th against the Red Sox. We got Cole pitching opening day, followed by Severino. Now, I'll throw this out here real quick, AJ. Mm -hmm. Read an article, might have been NJ.com. Are the Yankees putting too much faith in Severino? The answer is yes. To start yes. the season? You think so? Yeah, the answer is, I told you that. I told you that. And, and even last year when we said he was coming back and everybody thought he was the savior, you know, he, he looked good. He's, he's not there. Every, everything he did, there was a setback. He pitched great groin injury, pitched great hamstring, pitched great shoulder. Like they're going to say it's not serious. It's, it's serious. He has something wrong with his shoulder. Still? That's what he was out for a couple, a couple weeks ago. Oh, okay. Inflammation, right? I, I just don't, if he does well, he's not going to last. Okay. Like, I don't know why he's the number two. He's not the number two. All right. So our, our opening rotate. So Montgomery's going in game three. Right. Followed by uh, second series of the season, April 11th through the 14th against Toronto. And that would be uh, Tyone Cortez projected to be the fifth starter and then back around to Cole. So mm -hmm. our five-man rotation is Cole, Severino, Montgomery, Tyone, and Nestor Cortez. You like it? There's a lot. I, I feel like I'm still a Yankee fan who is not happy with the offseason. Again, we're not doing this episode saying, can't wait to see 
Trevor Story at shortstop. Can't wait to see, you know, if it was going to be Carlos Correa playing short. You know, uh, you know, could we have signed Max Scherzer to a one-year deal? Are those are those really the expectations you had for the season? I, I, the last time we spoke, we spoke about the free agents that were there. We talked about a one-year deal possibly for a guy like uh, Verlander. We talked about it. Right. A, a, we 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 never said Scherzer because that's there, there's red flags there too. Dead arm. The the game before you the the day before you're supposed to pitch the biggest game of your team's season. Dead arm. Right. You just took off more months than than you're used to. So that's a red flag. Um, the pitchers that were out there, Robbie Ray. Okay. He had a good year. Like it's good to have a lefty. We tried our lefties. Remember we had two lefties yes. that were like the big names. Yes. And what do they do? They're gone. Gone. J-Hap, J-Hap and the big maple are gone. <laughs> the big maple. Are they, are either of them even still in the league? Yes. Oh, okay. Just checking. I think J-Hap is in Seattle. I feel like, uh, and I think the big maple is in Boston. Did he? Mm-hmm. Okay. Or reversed. Something like that. I feel like I feel like the Maple, what's his name again? I feel like he went back to Seattle. James Paxton. James Paxton, James Paxton, not the actor. That's Bill. Bill Paxton. <laughs> um what else? So, will we get a starting pitcher? I mean, Oakland had a fire sale. We caught none of their flames. <laughs> we got nobody. Nobody. Uh, last weekend I looked at it, I was like, how is Manea wearing a different uniform? San Diego, right? Yeah. Where did that come from? <laughs> they literally did nothing this offseason practically. They're, they got Josh Donaldson and Miguel Castro. But really, I think the positive is they were able to move Gary Sanchez. Mm-hmm. We then followed up with, are we really, truly happy with what they got back? Right. You know, we, we look at what's uh, what's DJ LeMahieu's role on this team. Yeah. Now on paper, he is in the role he was originally brought here for. Super mm-hmm. utility guy. He'll get his at-bats. But, you know, if Josh Donaldson goes down with an injury... Okay, let me. Who's your third baseman? So, do you think we trade Glaber Torres? I don't know. I'm really not sure. I thought he was gone. I heard a lot of talk about him being sent elsewhere. I, I heard he was in the Oakland trade. I wouldn't have been upset. You know, I mean, I, I, as, as I look at this team and, and I think of again, there's a lot of pressure on the prospects at this point, right? They are. I mean, Anthony Volpe needs to, you know, be the combination of Derek Jeter and Jesus Christ <laughs> as a shortstop, right? Like that's the pressure on this kid's shoulders, you know, or a Peraza or mm-hmm. again, all these guys. And we're, we're going to shout out some of our down on the farm, highly talented yeah. prospects. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, you know, we, we have here, uh, you know, in our notes, you know, bold predictions. My bold prediction for this year is we will see Anthony Volpe this year. I think he will get a cup of coffee Spoiler. at some point. Like a September call up? Does that count? No, I I do not think it'll be a September call up. So that, that so that but if he does that, he's jumping he's jumping over a lot of people. So you're really making like are you making injury predictions or trade predictions? No, I'm making a. I think he will continue to rise. So I think he will climb, and I I think it'll get to a point where um it would just make sense that he's playing well. Give him a shot, and I don't think somebody needs to get hurt for that to happen. So maybe it is a trade deadline kind of thing where. You know, let's say you move a Glaber Torres. All right, okay. give the kid a chance. Get get him up at some point. You know, maybe there's little injuries here or there, and at some yeah, point yeah, the yeah. kid does get a chance. You know, but I don't want to wish an injury on anybody for that right. to happen. Okay, um, but if I they're see, saying, but if they're saying 2023, this is a good season to, to get a little taste of the big leagues. No, 
No, I, I understand what you're saying. I'm, I'm just trying to like actually like think about like the the lineup because that means like some like Donaldson has to be somewhere else. IKF has to go somewhere else. Um, Glaber has to be somewhere else. DJ has to move into the second base spot. IKF then moves to third base. So what happens to Donaldson? Is he is he? So you really gotta you gotta really find a way to get out two players out of the way in order for for Volpe if he's the guy or Peraza if he's the guy. Yeah. So I mean, so so that's one bold prediction. Yeah. For me, what what do you got that's like that. bold? What do we? What do you see? What's in your little AJ crystal ball? Um, this was my idea, and I really I, I struggled with it because there's things I like. I want to make like dope predictions. Um, I'm going with Joey Gallo. What about not Jerry? What? Not Jerry Gallo. Joey Gallo. <laughs> Joey Gallo. What what about Joey? Joey Gallo is gonna be a thirty thirty guy. Thirty home runs, thirty steals. That's it. I wish it was thirty home runs and only thirty strikeouts on the year. <laughs> Going Joey Gallo, 30-30. Joey Gallo, 30-30. All right. I will give you another bold prediction. Okay. Garrett Cole is an ineffective pitcher this year. Wow. That's not a – That's not a. no, that's not how we play this game. Oh, it's not? No. I don't think he's going to be an effective pitcher this year. You can't, you can't wish injury and death on our team. I didn't wish injury and death. You just I did. Said, you said ineffective. I think he's going to be ineffective. Then you just wish death. So there goes the, the over-under. <laughs> There's 14 wins right there out, out the window. I don't think he's going to get to 14 wins. I think wow. he's going to be ineffective. Wow. That's not a fun prediction there, man. Now, granted, what, what am I going to say? They're going to win the World Series? No. <laughs> that's not a bold prediction. That's not fun because they're supposed that's to. That's the standard. They're, of they're ex- not that's going the standard. to. We'll be here for season three. There will the be a season three. There will be a season three. We'll I think they're going to be competitive. Here's what I don't think. And can we can we do this real quick? Good. Because it is the, the season opener. Toronto is not going to win the division and the AL East, uh, the uh, American League pennant. Right, you're basing that. I shared it with you on Twitter. Yeah, I'm earlier basing today. that. Yeah, you see, but like everybody, like I saw yesterday, the prediction for the World Series was Toronto and the Braves. Okay. I don't think either of those two teams are going to be in the in the World Series. Not happening. Okay, so this is this is tweeted by Major League Baseball today. So these are from somewhere through Fangraphs. Yeah, Fangraphs. All right. So they're projecting the Blue Jays to win the division at 88 and 74. Followed by the Yankees in second place at 88 and 74. Followed by the Red Sox in third place at 88 and 74. So lazy. Followed by the Rays in fourth place at 88 and 74. Followed by the Orioles, uh, 64 and 1,000. No. <laughs> 64 and 98. So they're predicting, according to Fangraphs, that the Jays, the Yankees, the Red Sox, and the Rays will finish all with the same record. I just, I just don't see it. I just don't see it. I, I, I don't know, man. Like, I. The Blue Jays' rotation is not as dominant as everybody makes it out to be. They have a great offense, but again, baseball is streaky. Yeah. They're still a young team, and they haven't shown they can actually win. Right. You've mentioned streaky a couple of times, and I always think of baseball as when do you get hot and do you get hot at the right time? So to go back to your earlier point, teams that are winning the World Series in the last 15, 20 years, Mm -hmm. these are the teams that are getting hot at the right time at the end of the year. I think last year's right. Braves it, are, are a perfect example. Right. They made trades, they made moves, and they got hot at the right time, right? I think almost gone are the days of a team like the 1998 Yankees that just roll through the regular season and right. without and a doubt emphatically go through the playoffs and win the World Series. Mm-hmm. You know, their low point of the season was when they started 0-4. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. You know, and, and just for a second, AJ, you know, we obviously want our team to win the World Series, and I was listening to the radio the other day, and they made a point of saying, you know, 
we really need to appreciate the fact that at one point, those late 90s Yankee teams, they won 14 World Series games in a row. Mm-hmm. That's pretty impressive. That is impressive. It's <laughs> <That's> pretty impressive. <laughs> that is very impressive, right? We need this Yankee team. We need a Yankee team that is gutty and gritty. Mm-hmm. I think that's what they're going for with the deals they made. And maybe this is the right combination, the right ingredients to make that gutty, gritty Yankee championship cake. A championship cake. That's what I want, some championship cake. Mm-hmm. Before we talk about down on the farm stuff, you going to go to any games this year? Um, maybe. We'll see. Are you going to go to any games this year? Maybe. We'll see. How I keep seeing these fun ticket packages. And I'm like, oh, me and AJ, I, we could spend $9.40 on tickets and go to the game. And it's hard to plan in advance when I don't know baseball schedules. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I only look at the Yankee schedule one week at a time to do the show. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I I mean, we'll, we'll definitely. I know I'll yeah. try to get to some games. Maybe you'll get to some games and maybe, maybe we'll, get to a we'll game cross together. the streams. There you go. Uh, so down on the farm, AJ, we got Anthony Volpe starting the year at Double A Somerset. That's, that's very, nice. In, that's very interesting to me. Why? Like you want this guy to be the next big thing, then you move him up to Triple A. I think he's going to get to Triple A pretty quick. Yeah, but why not? I don't know. See, this is maybe where baseball is like confusing to me because I don't know how the contracts work and the deals they make and all those different things that they set up for the minor league players. But you want to challenge? You're you're putting him in to a situation where he can face these guys and he feels comfortable that he can overpower them. He needs to go up to the guys that are close to making the majors to really see what his competition is. Because if he can't hit against those guys, then he's not who you think he is. It's true. Yeah. I'm surprised we're going for that Derek Jeter, Jesus five tool player. Right. I I was surprised to see these double A, but maybe, maybe you mentioned the next guy. Maybe they have faith in Peraza. Peraza is starting the year at triple A Scranton. Maybe they want to put him somewhere so they can move him as trade bait. One of those guys are not going to be on the team next year. That's true. Or it could be true. We don't know yet. Uh, my boy, Jason Dominguez. Still playing rookie ball. Still playing uh, A ball in Tampa with the uh, first female manager, Rachel Balkovec, right? That's her name? Yep. That is her name. Did you see her after she got smashed in the face with a baseball? I sure did. That is. Thoughts and prayers for Rachel and her uh, speedy recovery, you know? And that has nothing mm-hmm. to do with the fact that she's, I mean, anybody who gets hit with a baseball like that is going to look right. like that. So, yeah, seriously. seriously. You know, if you're somebody who doesn't think a woman should be uh, managing or involved, uh, one, get stop listening it. to us because- Yeah, get over it. Get over it. Uh, Austin Wells and uh, Trey Sweeney, who I've been reading some good things about, I guess they were playing high A ball. They will start the year at Hudson Valley. That's cool. Uh, our boy, so now let's take a look at our AAA boys. Uh, Luis Hill, AAA Scranton. Hayden mm-hmm. Wisniewski, Triple A Scranton, Davey Garcia, who looked good this spring, Triple sure A Scranton, and he's back. He's back. Oh man, ha- have you not heard? I-, I heard. I heard what the word I- is. I-, I thought that <laughs> Greg Bird, Greg Bird, is back. Look, obviously the talent is still there. Yes. If the if the guy doesn't get injured, he can compete for a first base spot on the Scranton Wilkesbury Yankees. Look. I mean, I mean, look. He, but now, he, hold on. Happily, we can say the reason he's at AAA Scranton is because our boy is back. Yeah. I'm so happy about that. We didn't even talk about that. I'm so happy about that. I, I, I'm so happy that Rizzo is, is here. Yes. I, d- I did not want the guy from Oakland. Uh, I wouldn't say I didn't want. No, I didn't want him. Mm, I wouldn't go that far. I didn't want Freddie hit. Freeman. Yeah, I wouldn't go that far either. 
No, I wanted honestly, I did not want either of those players. I wanted Anthony Rizzo to be the first baseman. Yeah, I wanted Rizzo. I want a full yeah. season of Rizzo. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have been angry if either of the two guys were in the Yankees. I'm glad they were able to move Voight to just make it easier and yeah, not aggravate us. I think we got to so look. We got to look into that pitcher the Yankees got. We got to maybe talk talk about him one day. We'll see if we get him up on the podcast. Yeah, we can have a little chat with him. Just just what he wants. <laughs> I did, I did tag a number of Yankees to see if they want to send us some audio feedback. Yeah. They, they did not. No, they did not. But you know what? Little, you who's listening can send us audio feedback, and we're going to let you know how you can do that throughout the 2022 season uh, so we can get your thoughts here on the show. Uh, but AJ, before we head out, and again, we got a long season. Again, we all know baseball is a marathon, not a sprint. Not a sprint. So we are looking forward to getting back in the uh, baseball saddle here and bringing you this podcast each and every week throughout the season. And uh, again, we're going to be recording on Wednesdays and releasing episodes to you on Thursdays. And we're going to be recapping the week, looking at the week ahead. And uh, we hope you enjoy our baseball banter. We will certainly look to have some guests, some new guests, some old guests, and have some great Yankee conversations. Yes, sir. All right. So our trivia question to start this season, AJ, maybe we'll keep stats on this this year. So AJ, who was the last Yankee to hit a grand slam on opening day. So I peeked and I didn't know the answer. I thought it was somebody else. Who was your guess? My guess was Jorge Posada. I thought it was Posada. I don't know why. Okay. Well, it was not Uh, Jorge. And I was going back and forth between Jorge Posada and Hideki Matsui. I thought it was two good guesses. Yeah. I I don't know why. But But, uh, uh, the answer answer is Yankee to hit a grand slam on opening day happened April 3rd, 2006 off of Oakland's Barry Zito. The player was none other than Alex Rodriguez. An Alexander Emmanuel Rodriguez. An A-bomb from A-Rod. Oh, that, that's, a, that's a big bomb. <laughs> um, so yeah, A-Rod, last guy to hit Grand Slam on opening day. We'll see who the first Yankee hero of the season is in this opening series. And, you know, we didn't make any predictions for the opening series. But AJ, what are your expectations here against Boston in this opening series? Would you? Of course, we'd love to see a sweep. What are you hoping yeah, of course. for? Uh, one win. <laughs> start with one. Start with I want one. to win. I just want to win because get the first one out of the way on opening day. Win the yeah. game. That I always, I always hope for that. But like, Here's it's nice like they're going to really have a three game set. Go ahead. It's a three game set. I want to keep track of this this season. I want to keep track of how many series they win. Oh, okay. So I'm interested to see the series they can go two out of three, three out of four. On that, okay. and I know last year we we talked, we had conversations. Oh, they they were ineffective in sweeping series, right? But I don't think that's so important because when you get to the postseason, you don't need to sweep series. You just need to win series. So I'm interested to see how many series they win this year. So that's something, uh, a little side project I want to track of how many series they win. Okay. Because we can do that. one thing I was thinking about, I'll throw a crazy idea out there. You know, baseball, the schedule is going to be changing next year. Um, they're going they're going unbalanced in the division. Everybody's going to play everybody yeah. at least one time, which is going to change the balance of division play. And you know, we hear on the radio, oh, how how can we change baseball? And I would be thinking maybe your win-loss record could in the future someday be based on not the individual games won and lost, but series wins and losses. That might be a something we chew on another day, but that's kind of something I've been toying around with where it's not so outlandish, hmm. where you still play all the games, but your win-loss record is based on series one versus series lost or ties if, if you had hmm. a four-game set and you split it. Maybe it's okay. uh, some sort of like hockey point system for wins, losses, and ties. Interesting. Something to think about. So I just yeah. thought I'd uh, put that out okay. into the universe. 
That's definitely something to think about. Now, if you who is listening, if you have some interesting, crazy theory about this team or baseball in general, uh, we want to hear from you. And there's a couple ways you can do that. You can email us. The email has not changed. It is feedback at chasefor28.com. And uh, Twitter is available as well. We are at chasefor28pod. We offer the ability for you to leave us a voicemail. We'd love to get your voicemails on Tuesdays by 5 p.m. Wait, did I say that right? Yes. Tuesday at 5 p.m. You did. By Tuesdays at 5 p.m. because we're going to be recording on Wednesdays. So get us your feedback each week by Tuesday at 5 p.m. And you can go to chasefor28.com slash voicemail. And you can leave us a message and we will get it up here on the show. So you got to share your thoughts. You got a question. You got trivia. Ask us your trivia question. Um, you know, leave us that message. You know, our next episode is going to be uh, April 13th. So get us that feedback by April 12th. AJ, tell them what else they can do to support the show. Oh, come on. You know this. If you've been listening for a while, there's three ways to do this. First, tell a Yankee fan about the podcast. Let them know. Uh, second, become a legend by visiting chasefor28.com slash legend. And then go get your merch. Check it out. Chaser28 merch is available for sale. Chasefor28.com slash merch. And as always, follow us on Twitter. Chasefor28pod. We'll be there looking for you. Want to hear from you, Inspector Cousseau? Ready for yes. Let's go. Yes. <laughs> shout out to Alex. Shout out to my pops, my mom. So I know we know at least five listeners. <laughs> so if you're listening yeah. and enjoying the show, yeah. you know, reach out to us. Connect with us. That's what we like to do. We want to talk baseball. So thanks for listening to our little preview. Hopefully the Yanks have a good year. And uh, six or seven months from now, we are doing a 2022 end of season episode talking about the 28th world championship where aj and i will be recording live from the parade on the streets of manhattan the world will be a different place a better place so here's to the chase for 28 the yankees